Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, October 14th. Hope you're doing well as we journey through this week. It's a beautiful fall day. Hope you're going to have an opportunity to enjoy it as uh, we go through the day today. We've been journeying this week through the idea of a rule of life for this season. It's a it's such a difficult season in so many levels, and I think if we don't uh, proactively engage some practices that help us to stay balanced and regulated, we have a very little opportunity for joy. That idea of the pursuit of joy or the um, the space for joy is something that the New Testament writers uh, clearly indicated as a primary fruit of the Spirit, something that should mark our lives, and um, I would argue something that is largely absent in the Christianity of today. Uh, there's a lot of angst and there's a lot of worry and anxiety and fear. There's a lot of anger. Um, there's a lot of apathy and frustration, but there's a precious little amount of joy. And joy is something that we need to make space for, actively pursue. And so we're just walking through this week a series of practices that are just a a suggestion. It doesn't have to be this exactly, uh, but just my suggestion as a rule of life for this season, uh, a way to uh, engage a daily and weekly rhythm that would uh, put in front of you the things that would feed your soul and bring joy. Uh, we looked at the idea out of Second Corinthians chapter 1 that that's really what I believe my role to be um, and our role to be in one another's lives, that we would take responsibility to lead one another toward joy. And so we began by looking at relational practices, the fact that we are often separated through a series of social distancing practices. And because of that, because uh, we are not as physically engaged, we tend to be socially disengaged as well. Even just the idea that we, uh, I was with several different people yesterday in different meetings and such, friends, people that I know very well. And it's just this awkward, like, I should give you a hug, but I don't. I should shake your hand, but I don't. It's just this kind of weird thing that goes on. And there's a sense almost of disconnect even in the midst of connection. And so uh, the practice is to be intentional about connection, Um, not necessarily physical connection, but to be emotionally and spiritually connected to someone or a few someones with intentionality. Uh, The idea being regularly throughout the week, we're checking in with one another. And then uh, with some kind of regularity, we're having longer, more in-detail conversations about our hearts. We're being intentional about those things. And so uh, that was the first practice. The second practice we talked about yesterday was the idea of uh, how we start and end our days, but particularly starting our days. We spent most of our time there talking about, first of all, avoiding technology as the start of our day, but rather coming into the presence of God, centering ourselves, um, reading the scriptures, praying, listening to God, uh, engaging those practices that are both life-giving and centering, necessary. We talked about the welcoming prayer as uh, one way to begin the day and just uh, open our hearts up to him. So today I want to look at a third practice, 
And um, it may seem a little uh, outside of the scope of what are traditionally known as spiritual disciplines or uh, habits that are uh, that, that are Jesus based. But um, if you think about it, it's actually something Jesus did quite a bit. And that idea is some kind of daily exercise or walking. You may say, okay, so what's that have to do with anything? Like, why do I need to exercise? Well, first of all, Jesus walked a lot. So uh, you can do what you want to with that. Jesus spent a lot of time on his feet. But I, I think the bigger issue is that so much of our current our, our current cultural situation is what I would term disembodied practices, meaning that you are a voice or an image, you're viewing a voice or an image, but you're not embodied, you're not present. So things like Zoom and email and even phone calls are, are disembodied practices. Uh, the fact that we are primarily communicating through some kind of virtual means is uh, not evil or bad, although sometimes Zoom feels that way, right? But it's not evil or bad, um, but it's disembodied. And, and I think there's a, a, a way of thinking about who we are and a way of thinking about even the whole of theology that says that we are souls that are in bodies, but the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches that we are bodies. We are bodies and souls. And that uh, the, the incarnation of Jesus is a reminder to us that our body means something. And so when all of our practices are disembodied, we are out of touch with the, the, the kind of the, the center of reality. And so going for a walk once a day, just getting out of yourself, uh, outside if possible, but even just doing something physically engaging, an exercise routine, going to a class if they, such things still exist. I don't know how that works. Um, do, doing some kind of intentional physical exercise does something to us physically, mentally, and emotionally, but also something spiritually. So let me just uh, g give you a little bit of probably way too much technical information, but there's this thing that uh, physiologic, uh, that physiologically, I can't even say the word, is called bilateral stimulation. And basically what that means is that um, we're able to release anxiety through physical activity and process emotions, that when we do physical activities and disengage from the typical way that we're engaging the world in those disembodied practices, we do an embodied practice of uh, walking or um, even just a breathing exercise. It gives us space to process the emotion of the day. And often what happens, particularly as you move from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting, from email to email, is emotions never truly get processed. And so embodied practices help us to see life as it really is. And I would argue, give us room for the Spirit. They allow us space for the Spirit of God to come in and to guide us, to prompt us, to lead us, because we've processed our emotion, we've released anxiety. And so would you consider as part of the um, practices that we're engaging uh, that that a physical exercise of some kind, simply going for a while, I'm not talking about like, you know, getting buff and getting into shape. I mean, that's great. If you want to do that, go for it. That's wonderful. 
Um, that's not my intent. My intent is some sort of physical engagement that just gives our bodies an opportunity to be engaged and our minds an opportunity to release anxiety and to make space as we process emotion. That's all such a vital part of spirituality. It's not separate from our life in the spirit. It's actually deeply connected to our life in the spirit. And so there you have it, three practices so far. We're going to hit a few more here in the next couple days, but uh, staying connected relationally to people, uh, starting the day with the Lord and giving some initial time to Him, uh, not technology first, and then exercise in some way, just going for a walk as an embodied practice. A couple other ones coming, but I pray that as you start to engage these things, that our lives would settle and we would find ourselves increasingly pursuing and, and, and grabbing the joy of life, the fruit of the Spirit that is joy. Have a great day. I pray the grace of the Spirit, or the, the grace and peace of Jesus would rest upon you and dwell within you and flow from you, that he would uh, come out of you in a way that would powerfully uh, connect with the world around you. Have a great day. Looking forward to being back with you again tomorrow.